Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part one of this episode. up man what's going on how you doing brother I'm, man i am good as you always like to say too blessed to be stressed man that's it that's it you have a or good week stre- or too stressed yeah i don't know you know it, it has <laughs> been a great week uh it's been a great week it's been a lot of fun a lot of good things going on and uh Absolutely. a lot of people jumping on hey thank you guys for jumping on as always don't forget to uh hit us up in the comments let us know who you are where you are and why you are there we go Chris Dis checking in first as always, man. I love this dude. Yeah, thanks for being on. Good to be here, man. Good to have you here, and good to be here. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's been it's been a continual week of of uh, work, and yeah. uh, you know, just a lot going on, and just trying to you know keep track of it all. I know you've been super busy too. You know, I've been seeing you uh, out there doing your thing as well. So getting out there, man. Yeah, bless for sure. Getting and then we had from- fun. We had fun this morning getting up at like oh, oh dark 30 to make a we did. <laughs> oh dark 30 yeah it was fun though i love it when we get to do those fun little videos yeah it's yeah. fun so that'll, that'll be that'll be fun i don't know uh 
I don't know if our uh, I'm sure our audience here will will probably see it at some point. But, For sure. Uh, it's kind of kind of more of a, a local thing, but hopefully it'll it'll get out there beyond that. I got chewed up by the Nats. What's that? By the Nosiums. I got oh, I know, up man. Morning. It yeah. was it was uh, mad buggy out there, mad uh, gnats and whatever mosquitoes and whatnot. What we do fun for though. good video. What yeah, we do fun for though, good right? video. Oh yeah, all worth it. Full disclosure, you guys almost uh, almost launched this kid off the back of a golf cart, off the roof of a golf cart, actually in the making of this video. It's fun, but uh, but he's still he's still here. He's still alive and That's still right. willing to go along with me in the crazy antics that we come up with, right? I got all ten fingers, so we're good. Nothing's broken. As you can see, we're missing uh, we're missing one of our one of our co-hosts, Frank. Uh, shout out to him spending some time with his family tonight. Totally understand that. You know what I mean. So, uh, he will be missed. We will try to do our best to represent him well. Most definitely. Yeah, I'm ready what to get into it, man. On, man? Um, oh, I'm super stoked on this. This is kind of like a little milestone, I guess. I'm kind of gearing up for my first West Coast wedding. There we go. Uh, heading out to Portland, Oregon on Friday, and then we'll be doing a wedding out there. And super stoked on it. Um, couple's awesome. So really excited yeah. to to kind of do that. Check it. Check it off the bucket list. It was fun. It's a, a friend kind of a friend referral so i was gonna i, I was just gonna ask how did you land that that's yeah that's interesting so yeah, referral from a friend yeah and they uh they paid me pretty nice to get out there so i appreciate that but um super super blessed so yeah that'll be cool yep um last was it last show that we were, were was it last show that we were talking about the savannah bananas was it last show or the show before that uh i think it might have been the last yeah might have been have a show um, because we, we didn't have a show yeah, last week. because we didn't have a yeah. show last week. You're right. So it was when Eric was on with us. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, you know, we were talking about Savannah Bananas. If you all are not familiar with them. And I know that it's so funny. I think we say this every week. We know this is not a sports podcast, but <laughs> yeah. uh, somehow we keep talking about it anyways. But if you're not familiar, Savannah Bananas are an awesome, fun baseball team uh, owned by a gentleman named Jesse Cole, or as some people know him, Yellow Tux Jesse. Uh, and if you've ever seen him, it's literally a full yellow tuxedo top hat, the whole nine yards. And um, they they are really in the in the um, the midst, if you will, of just revolutionizing sports and how, you know, how the audience ex experience is, how the fan experience is um, with sports. So uh, anyways, we uh, Nick and I will be interviewing him tomorrow morning. Uh, so it'll be a recorded video. And then we're going to share that on a future episode. Um, because there's a lot of things that he does with his company called Fan First Entertainment. There's a lot of things that he does that are so applicable to our industry. And I, I'm really excited about taking that correlation of, of how they're doing that with baseball and how we can tie that into relating to, you know, our clients and our events and things we do. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, I was kind of looking through all of his stuff and I watched that they did at ESPN did a, like a fantastic little, um, video on, on, on the Savannah bananas, like the culture and stuff. And I was mesmerized by it. I know you said that they were actually there filming it when you were at the game yeah. that you went to, uh, and just the culture, the, like you said, the fan first, like what they've created there is absolutely incredible. It is, yeah. it's so awesome. And there's so much that you can take away from that and apply to your own business. So I'm, I'm super looking forward to that conversation tomorrow. Yeah. I think it's gonna be great. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm geeked out about being able to do it. And 
I, I was, I was I, honestly, I, I mean, just being fully candid, I was surprised when he said yes to it. So it was really cool, yeah. you know, um, for him to be, for him to say yes and, and willing to jump on with us because, you know, again, we're not, we're, we're definitely not a sports uh, podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he could have, you know, he kind of looked, kind of could have looked at that and just said, yeah, I don't know if that's really my market, but um, it's really cool. And, and he has a new book coming out too. So it'll be interesting to maybe dabble and in, in chat about that a little bit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So we'll be uh, once again, we'll be recording that tomorrow morning uh, due due to his schedule. Unfortunately, he's not able to join us live, but we're going to record that. And then we'll 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 definitely show that recording on a future episode, because I think there'll be a, a lot to that come out of that. So much good stuff. No yeah. Doubt. All right. We, we ready to jump into the, tonight then? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. It's going to be Let's a great do show. it, man. Let's do it one more time. Just to remind everybody, if you're uh, if you're just checking in or just uh, jumping on with us, Feel free to drop a comment. Let us know who's watching and where you're at and how you're feeling tonight. Good, bad, or indifferent. We're here to support you and and uh, and, and hope that you're having a great week so far. I know it's only Tuesday, but you know, in our world, Tuesday basically means what? Thursday, Friday? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It means something, right? <laughs> yeah. So so let us know how you're doing. All right. So let's jump into uh, our, our guest for tonight. So our guest for tonight. Uh, his name is Cole Coleman, uh, which uh, to me is such a cool name. Like it's it's almost like your parents thought you were that cool that you call, they called you that twice, and I love that. I think that's great. That's Although awesome. he probably has a much better story about the the origin of his name than I do, so we'll see what see what that is. Hopefully, uh, Cole has been a force in the wedding industry for years, from working in a family of wedding venues uh, to building a medium sized team of DJs in St. Louis, Missouri, and Nashville, Tennessee, and then breaking into the luxury wedding market as a national solo operation. This dude has been around. Today, Cole is focused on growing his personal wedding brand and more importantly, building an array of highly specialized software for professionals, starting in the event space and moving into other businesses, which is really exciting. I, I love the entrepreneurial mindset. I love that whole concept of, of taking what you love and how can I build upon that? So uh, we are going to invite Cole to come on with us and we're going to jump right into this thing. Cole, here we go. What's up, man? What's up, everybody? How are you? Thanks for How being you doing, on, bud? man. Appreciate good, it. good. It's been a uh, it's been a day, man. It's rainy here in, uh, in in good old St. Louis, in the middle of the country. Is it sunny where you are? Obviously in Florida. It Did was guys, a, yeah, it was pretty sunny today. Yeah, it was it was it was warm a little earlier when I went out walking. So it's yeah, uh, yeah definitely. All right, so right off the bat, dude, I'd probably totally butchered your your name situation. So um, is there a story behind it that you can share, or what, what's what's the scoop? Um, there, I mean, there is, it, it's less exciting than, than people would think. Um, I, I'm not sure how they arrived at Cole Coleman, but I know that like my, um, you know, like grandma makes like tapes of like interviewing all the family and she's like, Oh, what, how are you? Uh, all that sort of thing, like in the waiting room and written on the tape, it, it has baby Ty's birth video. My name was going to be Ty Coleman. Um, and then I guess my parents looked at me and they were like, He's not cool enough to be a Thai, uh, so we're gonna have to name him name him Cole. So I, I don't I don't know if it was like a uh, like a last minute like oh that's not gonna work let's just like first name and gender there we go we'll split it we'll split it and that's it. Um, so I think that's that's essentially kind of what happened. Uh, yeah. I think there's it's not like I wasn't born out of um, you know some sort of a, a mind shaft like that would have been cool but it wasn't so that's not sure. Funny. That's too funny, man. Well, hey, 
I think the good thing about it is probably easy to remember going, you know, as, as a young guy coming up in life, that's easy to, easy to remember that for sure. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the hard part is whenever, like, whenever I I'm on the phone with, I don't know, like something boring, like insurance and they're like, okay, I need your name. And you're like, uh, Cole Coleman. They just think you stuttered. Uh, so they're like, okay, Coleman. And then they wait for my last name. And I'm like, you got all of it right there. Like it's, <laughs> and then Coleman, uh, and the same thing with like my email address, like my, my email handle is just Cole Coleman, just my first and last name. And, uh, I get all the time they'll, they'll just put Coleman down and then like I said it, that's, that's the challenge, but, uh, it's all right. Like they didn't think about that in the nineties, whenever, uh, whenever that was a thing, I guess email was, uh, was a, a young, young thing at that point, uh, if anything at all. So good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, uh, the topic of our, of our conversation tonight, are you treating fellow vendors the way you'd like to be treated? I think really stems from, and I'm going to let you share more about it, but really stems from a post that you had put on social media that I, it kind of caught my attention and, um, it, it definitely got some traction and it, and it really, um, addresses this topic. So, so set the, set the table, if you will, about this post and then, we'll kind of move into the conversation from there. Yeah. I mean, so, um, essentially what it, what it was, if we're, if we're looking at just like the meta of, of the post that I made uh, last week, uh, I was at a wedding on my goodness. Was that only, only Saturday? Uh, it was a wedding on, on Saturday and, you know, made this, made this post. Basically what happened was, uh, we were getting ready for the ceremony and like 10 minutes before the videographer like rolls in, like on two wheels, and he comes in and he's throwing, uh, Nick, you're going to cringe. He's like, you know, like he, he rolls in like 10 minutes before the ceremony starts. He's supposed to start at like three. He rolls in at like 250. Um, throw, throws throws the camera out, adjusts it, tightens the tripod, does the whole thing. And then he sprints over to like the other side and grabs the camera out of his cart and throws it down. And, um, you know, this dude's just going crazy. So I, I always try to, whenever I show up, I always try to get up to my, my vendors and be like, Hey, you know, my name's Coleman for your DJ. Let me know if I can help you with anything with the video guys. I'm going, let me know if I can get you an audio out, uh, anything like that. So I come up to him and I've got a clipboard and he's like, you know, I, I start to open my mouth. Hey, and he goes, are you the DJ? And I, uh, yeah. So then he goes, uh, he goes, all right, I need audio. So then, uh, he just like, he like in front of me walks to the DJ, but I mean, this dude, this dude was in a hurry. He wasn't rude, uh, but he was very much in a hurry. Um, so we come up and we, we plug his recorder in with like three minutes prior to start. And, um, and he goes, uh, he, he starts trying to get his recorder come on and it, it, it lit up and then it just went black. Uh, and he's like, oh, I think my batteries are bad. So he ran back, shelf it through his bag, new batteries, turned it on, it lit up and straight back to black. And um, at this point, you know, it's kind of one of those things like, you know, what, like I know his recorder's not working, but you don't want to admit it. Um, so we were both just kind of there like, I don't know. So, uh, so I carry a, uh, I carry a, a um, like a, a zoom recorder, four channel recorder with me. Uh, you know, same one a lot of videographers use. And, um, I just told him, I said, look, like I, I can, you know, after offering him batteries and getting that all, I said, let's just throw your SIM card in here. Uh, and then we can use this, record everything on it. I'll monitor the levels. You focus on your video and we'll get this done. Um, so basically to wrap that off in a bow with the, uh, you know, the, thousand characters, whatever I did on Facebook, uh, was, you know, to sum it all up, like take care of your people, because if this guy doesn't get this video, um, that bride's going to think very negatively about her day because, you know, there's one thing that went wrong and went catastrophically bad. 
Um, and then it's also going to look badly on you because the, you know, that memory is always sort of painted in hindsight, um, you know, being, being negative and being sort of upsetting. So like if she's mad at him, it's probably gonna look bad on you too. Uh, so take care of everybody. And then, uh, you know, that bleeds into other professional advantages that I'm sure we'll get to in this discussion too. So. Well, from experience of being a videographer, you, sir, are a legend because I mean, that is above and beyond the call of duty, but I think that's so awesome of you, man. I mean, that's Thank you. I, I, my heart rate. I think my heart rate went up like a lot when yeah. we were talking because just hearing that story about like two minutes out of the ceremony and you're trying to scramble, man, I, it's I, I, wedding days are tough. You know, they're unpredictable sure. and obviously, you know, it's it's I feel bad for them. But what you were able to help him out in that in that moment, man, that's really awesome. So I love it. Well, thank yeah, thank you, uh, thank you for that. It's been, uh, I mean, that's that that's what my whole my whole career has pretty much been based on. It's just, um, it's 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 built on this practice from even like prior businesses, which is just take care of people. Yeah. Like if you take care of people, and um, you know, it's not even just the client. Like if you have employees and you take care of them uh, before yourself, like it. it people will surprise you and what they'll do for you uh, if you take care of them and you come through like that. Um, I think that's, that's so important to not understate uh, and, you know, anything at all, just take care of people. Yeah. I think that's like true leadership. I mean, I think sure. that's really, really what it is. So David, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I've always, I've always been a fan of, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to look up this saying that, that I saw uh, pertaining to this, but I've always been a fan of, you know, trying to always look at the positive side of things. And I think when we can look at the positive side of things of, for example, this situation, it, it would have been real easy for not necessarily you, Cole, but this anybody kind of in that position to kind of take the approach of like, oh, this stupid guy, you know, forgot his, or, you know, his, his battery suck or this or that or the other thing, uh, you know, got a crappy recorder. It's yeah. real easy sometimes to feel yourself falling into that. But I think if we can take the positive approach, and I know that, that we used to talk about this a lot coming off of COVID because I think COVID taught us all about really having grace and, and looking at things from the standpoint of, you know, I don't, I don't have to really bash this other vendor. I don't have to really talk trash about this other vendor because at the end of the day, I'm working with this vendor for the same end result. So if I have a way that I can help them and I have a way that um, we can make something good out of a situation that probably isn't their fault. And at the end of the day, in, in the heat of the moment, there's, there, there's, there's not really time to think about, well, um, you know, is it, is a crappy machine? Is the batteries, is, is that sure. the other thing? Or is it an honest mistake? Like there's just no time to really think about that. It's like, let's not worry about all of that. Let's come up with a solution that yeah. makes the situation better. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, like, it, it's so elementary. It's taught, you know, preschool is just like, mm -hmm. be, be kind, be helpful and be like merciful and graceful because um, like, Lord knows I've been shown grace in my career. There's plenty of times where, um, you know, I could have totally destroyed something or even when I, maybe I had, and um, you know, people either showed me, grace by saying let's do this or let's not let's not use that or here let me help you uh whereas they could have said like that sucks that's not my problem uh but by making it your your problem and taking a little bit of extra on your back uh you do it it, it gets easier right it gets easier at the end 
um, reaching out, getting that review from that bride is going to be easier because, you know, maybe, maybe the videographer said, this dude saved my life. Um, you know, and then now you're going to get a really great review from that. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish I could, I really wish I could find this. I'm going to, I'm going to keep trying to find this because it was this, I just saw it recently, this comment about leadership and just right along the lines with what you guys were talking about. Um, sure. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep looking for this. If, cool. if I quiet for a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe we can jump in a little bit more. So do you, do you have any more tips, uh, Cole, for, um, you know, how do you, how do you develop these um, like vendor relationships? Um, I know we talked about the video, but like, what else can, can we be doing in the space to kind so of, are, there, there's, I mean, there's ways to do it and it could be like, this could be in it. This could be its own whole thing. Right. Uh, this whole episode on you know how like the, the the practicality and not the why but like the the logistics and the and the how um i mean i i think going into you know how do you do it i think it's um get get out of your head and get out of the the scope of what's like like we touched on uh you know just a minute ago david is get out of the scope of like that's not my problem um you know, it, that's, that's not my problem. Just get that, get that whole term out of your vocabulary. Um, mm -hmm. If it's, if it involves the, the atmosphere and the universe of what you're doing on that day, it's absolutely your problem. Um, and you need to sort of take that, um, you know, take that responsibility with it. Like I'm, I'm constantly growing this bag that I have as a, as a DJ of things that other vendors might use. Uh, you know, so things like for like for videographers, like uh, extra extra cables and adapters and things like that. So then that way, if my board uh, doesn't have the plugin you need, you know, or this recorder so I can record backups of every audio that I take uh, just in case they go. I forgot to hit record uh, and then also learn, learn what their job is. Like if you have a if you have a weekday off or say you have a Friday or a Sunday where you might not be working and um, maybe you don't have anything else going on. Call one of your call one of your friends that does something that's not what you do, and say, "Can I can I work for you today for free?" Um, you know, we we did that a lot where we went out and we learned what you know what photography looks like and things like that, and learned what, what videographers do. And um, you know, working my my wife actually right now is is working at a at a wedding venue. Uh, she's she's bartending. She picked up a little side gig there. So um, every one of those experiences that you do is not wasted time or you know you're you're working like you're learning and you're experiencing how to do that uh, because like i said there there are fruits that come from that directly uh most i'd say 60 i you know i do pay for the knot um i don't know it depends on where you're at in the country but like the knot and wedding wire uh whichever one would be more more popular where you're at um but we do pay for that but i'd say probably 65 percent of my weddings um at this point come from referrals from other vendors because they go that's the dude i want to work with uh, so then they send me this and it's a, it's a free, you know, I didn't have to spend anything to get it. Uh, so you do sort of win in that. And then, yeah, like I said, just think about, think about and learn what they need. Uh, you know, if you want to go as far as to bring, shoot, even, um, you know, hair and makeup stuff. I don't know, like bobby pins, whatever, like bring, just bring stuff, uh, you know, and then take care of. What, what do your bartenders need? Like, there's nothing I can do as a DJ to help a bartender. Um, what I can do, though, is make sure that if they're taking tips, make sure people know it because that translates to them in real money uh, and saying, you know, hey, if you're, you know, fi finding times to sort of fit it in, 
Uh, again, that's definitely DJ specific, but um, just an example of how you can uh, take care of people in that sense. I love yeah, it. I, I think to touch on a couple of things you just said, and, and, and I think uh, right off the bat, you know, not, when you say, you know, not sure what I could do for a bartender other than I think that's a great idea. I think it's, it, you know, when we, when we have those feelings, then, you know, the best thing we can do is just ask, you know, yes. you know, go, go to somebody and say, Hey, listen, I, I'd really like to be, um, you know, I'd really like to be finding ways that I can help your job be easier, more effective, sure. whatever, you know, whatever the descriptive is. Um, how can I do that as a DJ or as a photographer, or as a wedding planner or whatever, like, how can I do that? Um, as a person who, uh, you know, Nick and I are, are a part of MPI, which is kind of more on the corporate side of events of things and the meeting planning side of events of things. And, and a lot of our colleagues there, um, uh, quite often, they kind of have this role of, of running this venue and yeah. and like the expectation sometimes that, that all the vendors are, you know, know what they're supposed to be doing. And there's there's not always, I think, as much of involvement. So we have a lot of conversations along those sure. lines about how those relationships can be better and why, um, you know, why a, a DJ needs a cover, you know, for example, if they're going to be set up outside, you know, it's not because they don't want to get a suntan. It's because they're using electronic equipment that that is, you know, in the middle of in the middle of the heat of the day and the sun beating right down on it. It's going to it's going to diminish the value of it equally to the way your your catering staff wants the guests to be going through the line at a certain point in time because if they yeah. don't then the, the the quality of the food starts diminishing the longer it takes for people to eat that food so kind of a correlation there to kind of make sense but if you don't take the time to do that it's not that that the other vendor maybe doesn't care or or you know it's just not on their mind it's just that sure. they've never had to experience that and and just right. like we haven't had to experience things for them so i love that you brought up the thing about um you know going and shadowing and working with somebody that works within the industry, maybe that doesn't do what you do and so on and so forth. Cause sure. I think it's such a great thing. We, we talked about that a lot during COVID too, was like, Hey, as you're coming out of COVID and, and that was one of the things we kept trying to suggest to people as you're coming out of COVID, if you don't have things going on that, um, you know, in your market or in your area, if you're not back to full speed yet, if you have these opportunities to go shadow and work with other people, you're going to gain so much knowledge and so much quality out of that relationship that it's only going to make you better at what you do, you know? Sure. Um, and then just to touch real bit, I told you I was trying to look for these, this quote, and I actually found the two of them that talking about, you know, being a leader in the industry. And, and, and that's kind of what you were alluding to, Cole, is like really taking a little bit of a leadership role at an event or, or just in a scenario. Um, and, and I, and this, it reminded me of this one. And then I found the other one, but leaders don't create followers. They create more leaders. And I think sure. that's exactly what you're saying is that you're, you're setting up a scenario where you are, uh, you, you are setting the example of how, um, everybody at that event could kind of be a leader to some extent, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, and then the other, the other quote that I saw right next to this, which I thought really is so, uh, you know, important to this conversation, good leaders must first become good servants. And again, that's exactly mm. what we're talking about, you know, is, you know, what can I do to help you? What can I do to help the situation? Uh, Chris says, I will, or excuse me, it will and could burn out your gear. It's also your health, heat stroke, sun poisoning. Don't, don't discount protecting your skin in the long run skin can. Yeah, Chris, I agree with that hundred percent. I think a lot of times though, what happens is that people, people are, you know, other, 
others or whatever assume that you're requesting for things like this from a personal standpoint, although you do make some very good points. Right. You do want to protect yourself and you do want to, um, you, you know, you do want to be healthy and so on and so forth, you know, but for me, it's like, uh, and, and for any of us, it's like, you know, ex- Nick, you, you down by the, um, you know, we do a lot of stuff down by the beach. Mm-hmm. If you don't have gear that is weatherproof protected, yeah. then you go out in a scenario that ruins that gear. Yeah. And it's like, it's not just, oh crap, now I can't shoot anything more for this event, but it's what else do you have? Do you have an event tomorrow? Do you have an event next week? Right. What are you going to do? And people say, oh, well, that's what insurance is for. That's great. But is insurance going to get you a new camera tomorrow? So what are you going to do in the intro? You know, so those sure. are all the things that are so important. No, that that's for sure. Um, yeah, like you've you've got to you've got to continue. Uh, like I from here to the end of the year, I have roughly like 60 events. So like if I were to have a speaker go and I don't have anything else, what are you going to do? Uh, you've got to, you've got to think about, it's not just this one. It's, it's all the other ones. Um, you know, and then to, 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 to kind of loop back on, um, you know, what you can do, like there, there are plenty of, of like, if you, if you go back in my, in my, my Instagram feed, I know there's one of me cutting a wedding cake, um, because the caterer, have you David, did you see that going back? No, but I will. I'm going to get right right now. Actually. Yes. You got to go back. Um, I'm in some like stupid Amish hat uh, that I was wearing. I, I, had, I had a wedding in Nashville the day before, and then I came back to St. Louis, and uh, you just don't have time to do your hair, so you put a hat on. Um, so yeah, but there was there was plenty of like of, of situations like that in which that one specifically, um, the caterer left, and they were supposed to cut the wedding cake. It was another invoice, uh, but they the the one person they left with had never uh, done it before. He had never cut a wedding cake, and. Uh, luckily because of my days, you know, in like the wedding venue, uh, from the family of venues that, um, my, my in-laws ran, um, you know, we, we, we know how to do that. So I was able to jump in and be like, don't worry about it. I'll handle it. Uh, and then I got this, this great picture that I was able to put on Instagram, right. And that helped me. And, um, I, I booked, I think three weddings off that because of like how selfless that like looked, right. Like, I feel bad being like, it was so selfless as, as you know, as awful as that was. There we go. Uh, I was also singing along to, I want to dance with somebody. So that's what that, that weird face was. <laughs> that's awesome. That's too funny. Love that. Man, that's the stuff. That's the stuff that matters. Ultimately, at the end of the day, forget money, forget status, forget what types of weddings you're booking. At the end of the day, I think the most important thing is like, how did I serve? I mean, at least for me, it is. How and I can tell for you as well, and David, I know, but um, how you how you serve others and how you help others, and at the end of the day, that's literally what this is all about. Like, I don't go in, I try not to go into a wedding and like, oh, this is going to be the best video I've ever made. It's it's how am I going to serve this client and to help them have this memory that they're going to keep for the rest of their lives and probably beyond their lives. So that if you if like you said, have if you change your framework and kind of get out of your own head and like, how can I serve? And how can I just serve these people? And you act in in, in that kind of way. I think it, it just changes everything, and it's really yeah. really awesome. I, I think a, I think a really easy way to change your frame of mind uh, as a as a wedding pro in any in any like you know subcategory, um, the way you look at your income, right? Like th- these are all obviously businesses, and this is the podcast is the wedding business growth, right? You're into right. making more money, growing your business. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think the, the best way to do it is you've, you've got to start looking at it um, less as like a, like an event by event. You know, oh, I'm making uh, one, two, three thousand dollars on this event. I may, I'm only making fifteen hundred on that. Take it out. Don't even look at your price point on each one. Obviously, quote them out how you need to, invoice them how you need to, bill them how you need to. Um, but whenever you look at that event, like in context, zoom out, man, and look at the whole year. Uh, look at, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm working today. Da, da, da. Don't think I'm making this much per hour. Try to zoom out as much as you can and look, I'm making six figures this year. Or I'm making 20,000 this year or whatever you're doing. Um, cause it, it gets a lot easier to think about your, your whole business, like health as a whole, whenever you zoom out and you look at, um, you know, the, the overall, like the, the overarching start to finish of your whole, um, your whole career. Um, cause if you look at it, like, well, I'm only making, I, I don't know, say, say I'm only making $1,200 at this event. Uh, so I'm not going to cut the cake. Right. Right. Uh, but if you do, you might book three more events for that year. And there's enough, you know, there's 3,600 if you, if you're only $1,200 per, right. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really good way to change your mind frame. It is. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, I was going to say something, but it completely, left my mind. Um, but no, it's a fantastic point. I think it's really important to zoom out. Um, and just and go in with not like, Oh, you know, like you said, like, Oh, this is I'm only making this much money. It's like, well, like, like you said, like, I'm covered for the year, like, I know what's going on. I'm good. Like, I need to I need to be the best that I can be and give the most sure. that I can to, to enrich this this person's life or these this couple's sure. life this family's life so thank you for listening to part one of this episode be sure to tune in next time for part two on the wedding business growth podcast